Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in over 1,200 regions from literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in the countries of Germany, Ireland, and the Philippines, and in the states of Michigan, Illinois, and Maryland. Welcome and thank you all for your continuing support because as you keep tuning in and listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is celebrating four years of being on the air and as a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. And now for your tip. For the week, from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you're self empowered, you're connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, your intuition, your gut feelings, your guidance. Our limitless higher self is the wiser part of ourselves the part that knows the truth of who we are. Our logical mind is so loud, however, that it often drowns out the whisper that's trying to guide us in our authentic path. As you learn to listen to the still small voice within over, you will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace, and wealth. This connection gives you an inner foundation of love which eliminates fear. It's through this love that you can heal the planet and yourself and make the shift into the fourth dimension. Our higher self helps us find safety and even save our own life and others' lives. We must train ourselves to trust our higher self and never go against it. Don't talk yourself out of something that feels right to you or let what others say or think influence what you do. Please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today. Monitor your progress. If you're working on releasing your anger, for instance, ask yourself, is the intensity of my anger diminished? Is the duration of my anger shorter? Is my recovery time faster? Is the amount of time between angry outbursts greater? When you're changing a behavior, it's important to notice small changes over time. Give yourself credit for your progress and celebrate your victories. Changing your eating habits and learning how to manage your emotions takes time, commitment, and effort. It doesn't happen all at once. 
We developed our habits over a long period of time, and it's unrealistic to assume that we can change them quickly, or as some people believe, in 21 days. In my experience, deep change happens over time, step by step, layer by layer. Some people compare it to peeling an onion. When you remove one layer, the next one looks the same, but it isn't. Each layer gets you closer to the core of the onion, that is, closer to the root of the problem, and closer to complete success. Unless we pay attention to our progress, it's easy to get discouraged. Most of us focus on what we have not accomplished yet, and what we consider to be our failures, rather than focusing on what we have accomplished, and truly acknowledge them as successes. It's important to manage our expectations and realize that just like we can't go from running a 10-minute mile to running a 6-minute mile in 21 days, we also can't go from eating our feelings to not doing so at all in 21 days. Patience with ourselves is essential, as is learning to love ourselves where we are and at each step along the healing path. When we get frustrated with the speed of our progress, we add stress, which slows down our progress. The more we can ease up on ourselves, the smoother our healing process will be. Remember in my second show of the year, numerology, Numerologist Alice Rosen said this is the year of truth, including being true to yourself. The result is that some relationships are breaking apart. If people do not have the room to grow and to be their authentic self within a given relationship, they are choosing to go through the pain of a divorce rather than stay in the pain of not being true to themselves. To help those who find themselves in this situation, my next workshop is Life After Divorce. As someone said to me once, no one gets married thinking they're going to get divorced. After Whether the divorce is your choice or your spouse's, you still have the power to choose to heal or to stay stuck in the pain of lost regret, guilt, shame, worry, fear, resentment, anger, blame, self-blame, helplessness, hopelessness, injustice, or whatever negative beliefs and emotions are surfacing in your mind. You can choose to limit your life or expand it. You can choose to shut down and close off your heart, or you can choose to be self-empowered and create the life of your choosing. Contrary to our societal belief, the way to protect your heart is by opening up your heart through compassion, empathy, love, and forgiveness for yourself and others. Within every ending is a new beginning. If you only focus on the trauma of the loss, you miss the joy of discovering the hidden parts of yourself and of being in charge of your own destiny. Yes, there are many losses that include a way of life and identity, belongings, money, friendship, sex, your home. But if you don't have yourself, you have nothing. If you choose to focus on the past, what was and what could have been, 
part of you stays stuck there and you have less energy available to enjoy the moment, reclaim your power and create an amazing life. The healthy path is to mourn the losses, let go of the pain, keep the growth, learning and wisdom and move forward with freedom and joy and excitement as you discover the parts of yourself that were previously afraid to be seen. Whatever your situation is, you can choose to see your divorce as an opportunity to recreate your life, discover your true self, and shine in your authenticity. In this workshop, you will begin to heal, move forward, and take tools home with you to continue the process. You will open your heart to love through self-compassion and forgiveness. Feel the painful emotions and let them go. Keep the blessings of joy, learning, wisdom, and growth. Discover who you are now in all your fullness and beauty and move forward with a sense of adventure and excitement into the life you choose. We will meet on Saturday, May 5th. More details and registrations are on paulajoyce.com. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or invite me to give a speech in your area or to present this workshop or another one like past life regression. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplift your life nourishment of the spirit. We all have choices but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and love let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Julie Simon, who will talk with us about ending emotional eating. In last week's show, Corinne Zupko talked with us about how inner peace is unstoppable. She shared her personal journey with anxiety that started at the age of two and led to panic attacks by college. Although her anxiety didn't go away overnight, she has learned how not to avoid it and how to activate her inner therapist in order to heal. She actually gives her anxiety to her inner therapist or higher self and asks that the anxiety be repurposed to help her wake up and grow. Corinne says, first, you must be willing to see your problem differently. Second, choose to want a miracle instead of anxiety and choose love instead of fear. Third, trust The answer is already given, even if you aren't ready to know it yet. She emphasized there is no fear or anxiety within infinite love. When you wake up to the experience of infinite love, the anxiety falls away. You can't wish it away, and hating it only makes you more anxious. When you meet your fears and anxiety with self-compassion, you feed the love, not the anxiety. 
To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For previous shows on Finding Peace, please listen to A Practical Guide to Living A Course in Miracles with Maria Felipe, Meditation as a Component of Healing with Tobin Blake, and The Stress Solution with Dr. Arthur Sierra Micoli. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the show on demand. As one listener said, when she listens to a show more than once, the information sinks in at deeper levels and she picks up new ideas she had missed previously. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. Some people listen when relaxing, sharing time with a loved one, exercising, commuting in the middle of the night or when needing hope comfort, inspiration, whenever it is, I'm here for you. And now you can add to the benefits of my show by following Mary and Stefan's story in my blog. She's sharing how she's using the information in each episode to change her life. As she wrote in the blog about last week's show, sometimes I cling to the harder memories of raising my son because they're part of my identity, a badge of honor I wear for the triumph of surviving the process. After the show, I realized this is my ego getting in the way of my growth and healing. I was completely wiped out after my panic attack, and I do not wish to feel that way again. This motivates me to let it go. All my blogs, including the first few posts with Marion's story, are on my website, paulajoyce.com. Read them and be inspired by Marion's progress. Now it's time for my silver lining story. This one is from Angie. She sent me this email. When I was lying in bed this morning, I was starting to feel a little guilty because I was taking time for self-care and getting the extra rest I need right now. Then I had a profound thought I've never heard before. The universe told me to stop using my energy to tread water. During this time of my life, treading water takes a lot of energy. The universe told me to float on my back, which requires a lot less energy, and I would be supported by the water and be taken care of. This really resonated with me as I can literally float on my back for a really, really long time. And yes, it is much, much easier than treading water, but it takes trust and faith that you're not going to sink. Angie is in the process of divorcing her husband of 20 years, and although it's the right decision for her, she's obviously experiencing a lot of deep and painful emotions, memories, and stress. When dealing with so much chaos and change, people need extra to take extra good care of themselves, and they do need more rest than usual. But the taskmaster in our head wants us to keep working as if nothing unusual were happening. Angie was fortunate to receive such a powerful and wise message reminding her to be gentle with herself and rest more. There's also a metaphor here. When you tread water, you are not moving. You're stuck in one place. When you float, you let the current move you. You move easily with the forces of nature supporting you. Sometimes less work is better. When we work less, we make room for the universe, God, God, is to come in and help us. When we work with with a T, 
team, each person has less work to do and the job still gets done. When we think of our guides and angels and the positive spiritual realm as our teammates, we can relax at times and let them do their part to help us get the job done. Angie's silver lining is learning. She has a team behind her. She is never alone. Our guest today, Julie Simon, is the author of When Food is Comfort and the Emotional Eater's Repair Manual. She founded the popular Los Angeles-based and online 12-week emotional eating recovery program and offers workshops in places like Whole Foods and UCLA. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. In addition to posting all our shows, I post special uplifting messages to you and repost videos that will make you laugh, feel good about all the kindness in the world. Fill your heart with the beauty of nature and animals, the delight of dance and music, and the joy of being alive with all the violence. Violence, hurtful words, anger, and fear that's being spread. We must find a way to keep ourselves positive. Only like and follow the people who had positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to like us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Read about and register for Life After Divorce Workshop or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, do you use food for comfort? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Julie Simon, who will talk with us about ending emotional eating. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach millions of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation, or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down if you use food for comfort, because telling yourself the truth is the beginning of change. And I'm so pleased to welcome Julie Simon, who's here to talk with us about ending emotional heating. Eating. I keep saying heating. I don't know where that's coming from. Maybe I'm too (laughs) warm right now. Yeah, right. (laughs) I did have to turn the heat on. It got really cold last night. Anyway, how are you, Julie? Welcome. (laughs) I'm nice and warm. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Well, you're in California, right? (laughs) Well, it's good to start with laughter. Laughter is healing, right? It is so healing and um, connecting, too. Absolutely. Um, Humor helps us connect with people. And actually, you know, eating eating our feelings, as as the expression goes, helps us disconnect um, because it's really a way of numbing. So... I'm so grateful, truly grateful to have you on the show because this is such an important topic and so many people suffer from um, not having a healthy relationship to food and it's not always about weight. You can be a good weight or a quote-unquote normal weight and still not have a healthy relationship with food. So... um, I, I, I'd like you to talk with us some about what is emotional eating, uh, how did you get interested in this, and to write such an amazing book to help so many people. Yeah, well, you know, I've been on a journey myself. I was on a journey myself uh, for so many years to heal my own uh, overeating um, 
I'd say from my teen years on, I was uh, turning to food uh, for comfort um, and didn't really understand why and had tried all kinds of diets uh, and, you know, really still couldn't get a handle on it, even with all the dieting that I did. And I began to understand that, you know, most eating plans and diets uh, attempt to uh, apply an external solution to internal problems. And it's kind of like, you know, painting your car and polishing the wheels, uh, you know, when the engine's not working, it's not going to work. So over time, I began to understand that there were a lot of pieces to the overeating or imbalanced eating puzzle, and I began to find them slowly in my own life. I began to understand that there were self-care skills that I was missing from childhood. There were body-balancing principles that I hadn't learned to practice. There were soul care practices, uh, like quieting the mind, learning to let go, many different pieces to this overeating puzzle. And as I put each piece in place, my life got so much better. My relationship with myself improved. My relationship with food improved. Um, I was less uh, chaotic inside. I had less clutter outside. Um, And so I knew that I had found the road to resolving once and for all my emotional eating rather than being a controlled eater, which is what happens when we go on diets. We're controlling our intake, basically saying our relationship with ourselves is not trustworthy, so we have to set these very rigid limits um, and control our eating throughout our life. And what I learned was that you really could have full recovery and not have to be in that kind of a relationship with yourself or with food or with your body anymore. And once I found that recovery or was well on the road with that recovery, I knew that I wanted to teach uh, people how to get there and I wanted to write uh, books. So I wrote the books because I wanted to reach people outside of the Los Angeles area with my message. Well, and... Uh, it's such an important message. I'm so glad that you did. And and the piece that was so important to me, because I've also had a lifelong of um, emotional eating, although we didn't have words for it then, but I was an emotional eater, and I did have an unhealthy relationship with food, and I never understood why and had a lot of shame around it because um, I thought I should be better than that, and I should have the self-control to be able to know what to eat and when and so on. And there was one study I remember reading in my journey, and I came to the same conclusions you did, but the piece that you added that really helped me was understanding that I had grown up in a way that didn't give me the emotional um, inner uh, inner um, strength and inner nurturing and know how to be able to manage with ease and it not being a chore but it just being natural natural. And one of the things that sort of um, started me on understanding more and trusting, beginning to trust myself, as you're talking about, was a, a study where they took children 
young children and uh, who were at school age, but like around the age of five, and fed them in a cafeteria line with all kinds of choices, and they could eat whatever they wanted. And over the course of the week, they all chose a balanced diet when they were allowed to just self-regulate. Um, so the, the, the normal um, or, or the healthy part of us does know but when we try to control it, it makes it even worse. Yeah, you know, it's so true because uh, I remember this was 20-plus years ago um, where I was listening to a pediatrician talk about feeding uh, one's children. And the pediatrician said, um, don't worry, you know, if your kid is wanting some chocolate or eating some cookies because your child will regulate. Your child will not want to choose cookies you know, all day long. Um, and it's true. It's what you're saying. We have, we really do have intuitive wisdom. Our bodies are incredibly wise machines. I always remind the, my clients when I'm working with them that your body does all the calculations it needs to do behind the scenes. It's calculating the caloric density of your food. It's calculating the nutrient density of your food. It's calculating how much fat is in your fat cells. And if we don't mess with the machinery too much, i.e. restrictive dieting, it will support us for a lifetime. So we have to kind of learn and be retrained a little bit um, how to do that. And especially if we have come from a background, this is what you were saying and what I was alluding to earlier, if we've come from a background where we didn't really receive enough, we didn't get consistent and sufficient emotional nurturance during our early years, what happens is our brain and our nervous system get a little bit wired for high arousal. And this makes it more difficult for us to soothe ourselves. And it leaves us at greater risk of seeking comfort from external sources throughout our lives. I I find that piece fascinating and um, and I think a missing piece for most people who struggle with food. And so how do we, you know, if, if we weren't given that, there's no way to go back and we couldn't get it anyway given the circumstances that, that we grew up in. So how do you develop that within yourself? Well, it's such a good question. If we think about how it develops in the first place. So what happens in the first place is that we have what, what we call an attuned mommy or daddy or caregiver. So that means somebody that really tunes in to our internal world and helps us. Initially, our mommy regulates our emotions. So when we're an infant and we cry and scream, our mommy swoops in and comforts and soothes us and she regulates our emotions for us because we have no ability to regulate our nervous system. Then as we get a little bit older, we're a toddler, we're, we're having a little more ability to regulate, so mommy still swoops in, we bump our head, we hit our knee, she still swoops in, and she uses her, her body language and her, her touch and her words to soothe and comfort us. And this is actually what we now know, this attunement is actually wiring our brain. It's wiring parts of our brain, the top upstairs part, if you will, of our brain, the cortex, where the soothing and comforting and self-regulating function develops. Mommy's voice, mommy's words, mommy's calming regulation is activating, if you will, or uh, turning that part of the brain online. 
It's also connecting that part of the brain, developing circuitry to the emotional part of the brain. That's the part of the brain that says, ah, you know, <laughs> I'm scared or I hit my knee, help me. So mommy's regulation and words are activating a part of the brain that's going to help us later on and you know, throughout our childhood to help us regulate. So mommy, through her attuned words and behaviors, regulates for us, then we co-regulate with mommy, and then over time we're going to be able to regulate our behaviors ourselves. So early on it happens with external attunement, mommy or some other caregiver is attuning to us. If we missed out, the good news is that your history is not your destiny, that you can learn to internally attune. So you can learn to do exactly what mommy or other caregiver failed to do or missed the mark on doing. You can learn to do that for yourself in your adult life. And what's the really better than good news is now we know the last years of neuroscience, last decades of neuroscience have been telling us is that the brain is plastic. So the brain is moldable. So now even if those circuits didn't develop properly, and you find most of the time you're stuck in your emotional brain. It's like a young part of you is running the show and says, grab the cookies, and you can't modify your behavior with logical arguments because you're under the influence of that part of the brain. Now we know that the brain is moldable. We can, we can strengthen, we can develop those connections, we can develop that part of the brain, the soothing, comforting, self-regulating function part of the brain. We can develop that through mindfulness practice. And that's the really exciting news. And and so what um, what would you do? What kind of a, a mindfulness practice do you suggest um, in your book that helps people to modify the brain and to make it our friend when it comes to self-love, self-care, and what you call self-regulation, being able to um, deal with our emotions in a healthy way? Well, I take the reader through a seven-skill mindfulness practice, and we begin by what I call popping the hood. So in order to uh, understand your inner world, you have to go into your inner world. So we pop the hood and we find out, we start with what are we feeling, right? So you've had a difficult day, you um, maybe are unhappy with your job or you had a, you know argument with your partner last night and you're having a difficult day and you're heading to the drive-thru and you know you're going to do some damage. Pull, take a 10-minute pause. I talk about that in the book, a 10-minute pause. Pull away from the food. And pop the hood. Check in with yourself. I always say if you have a piece of paper, it's easier if you do a little writing because you stay more focused. Um, and writing and research shows that even just the act of writing down what we're feeling already starts to regulate the nervous system. So you're, you're heading to the drive through and you're what I call emotionally dysregulated. So your, your um, emotions are all over the map. You're frustrated. You're hurt. You're lonely. You're angry. You're empty. Um, you're feeling tension in your body, your neck is tight, your jaw is clenching, um, your stomach is swirling, you're noticing that you're having all these feelings. So you pop the hood and you figure it out, this is what I'm feeling, okay? 
just doing that, just pulling into the drive, into the parking lot of the drive-through, tuning into what you're feeling, maybe even a little deep breathing. I talk about some breathing exercises in the book, maybe a little bit of hand on one of the sensations, maybe on your belly, and maybe a hand on your heart while you're paying attention. You're already starting to calm things down. Now we're not so strongly under the influence of that emotional part of the brain that's going to get us to grab that food and quiet the storm that's going on as fast as we can. It's very instinctual to try and quiet that storm. So now you kind of know what you're feeling. Now, if you have the time, you can go through the series of skills that I teach in the book. So the second skill is called self-validation. Most emotional eaters... um, are very critical of themselves. They haven't developed a nurturing inner voice. So in skill number two, we begin our work on building a soothing, comforting, supportive inner voice. So that voice steps in. You bring that voice and you start to validate. And I teach you the steps of validation. So you might say things like, it makes sense to be feeling upset after an argument last night like that. Of course you're feeling hurt. It's okay to have those feelings. It's okay to feel that way. Now, we're practicing internal attunement. We're tuning, tuning in to what we're feeling. We're not numbing out, and we're validating. It's okay to feel that way. And again, every step that I teach in the book, every skill, is helping you regulate your body, your brain, everything that's going on inside of you. You are much less likely to grab food when you're relaxed, and when you're not numb. So we go through the steps. uh, Give you one more example of one of the the skills. Um, The third skill. Let's save save that for the after the break. We'll come back. Okay, in here, the third skill. This is wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, if you're, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down how you're going to better nurture yourself. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Julie Simon, who will talk more with us about ending emotional eating. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. 
Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I hope you wrote down how you're going to better nurture yourself. And remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Justine can help you remove negative thoughts hidden deep in the unconscious. And I'm so glad we're here with Julie Simon talking about ending emotional healing. And I I did promise that we would get to number three that you were talking about in terms of mindful practices. But before we do that, I'd like to share a little bit with the audience what we were just talking about, about um, what you, and and would you talk a little bit more about what you were saying about that kind, soothing, supportive inner voice that really virtually none of us have that and and the statistics I've read is that 90% of our self-talk is negative so so not only does don't we have that soothe kind supportive voice we have a very critical voice and of course it's worse for people who suffered trauma or abuse or neglect as children but we all have that critical voice within us. So talk a little bit more about that before you share number, the third practice with us, please. Yes. Well, 
You know, like we said, when we when we have a parent or a caregiver that's very attuned to us and very nurturing and kind and soothing and supportive, that voice begins to develop in our head very early uh, in life. And you'll see little kids, you know, kind of repeating what they heard. If our parents are critical, if they're judgmental, if they're shaming, um, if they don't even... if even if they're not critical, judgmental, and shaming, but they just don't know how to say something nurturing. So when you say, um, you know, I'm so upset, you know, those girls were mean to me today, or I didn't get picked for the team today, and rather, than, rather instead of your parents saying, I'm so sorry, sweetheart, let's talk about it, what are you feeling? Um, your parent says, you know, there, there are other teams, you know, there are other, I'm sure there are other teams where your parent says, well, aren't there other teams you can get on? And doesn't tune into what you're feeling, doesn't soothe and comfort you through what you're feeling, and then maybe your parent to add insult to injury, well-meaning and well-intentioned parent says, let's go out for ice cream, right? <laughs> yes. So everything that's happening is that there's no attunement, uh, no lessons, no skill building on, on in terms of soothing and comforting yourself, and now your parent is helping you develop an association between food and comfort because your well-intentioned parent doesn't have the skills. So um, when this hasn't developed, we're going to go through life, and we're actually going to be missing that voice. And we're not even going to know that we're missing that voice because the voices in our head are the only voices that we know. Maybe if we're very observant, this is how I was, we're going to notice that other people seem to have different voices in their head. And other, some people have more positive streams of thoughts that they think. And other people, maybe you're finding like yourself, that your thoughts are negative or hopeless or critical or shaming. Um, so we're going to have, once you know that about yourself, that you're, you're, the voices in your head are critical and judgmental and shaming or self-defeating or self-doubting, and that you don't have a soothing, comforting voice built, then we have to embark on the journey of building that voice. And the good news is, is it can be built. Uh, it's going to take time, just like Dr. Uh, Paula was saying early on in the call today, these uh, things don't change overnight. Skills are not built overnight. It will take time. And I always like to liken building a supportive inner voice to learning to play the guitar. Um, when you first start, it's awkward. Uh, your fingers hurt. You don't feel like doing it. Uh, you want to avoid it. Uh, and the thing that will get you there is practice, 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 and practice. <laughs> so... I have. How do you get to How do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice. Practice, practice, practice. So, <laughs> in the third skill in the book, um, is all about building that inner voice, and it's called remind, uh, reassure, and comfort. Something like that. <laughs> I've forgotten how I phrase it. Um, but in that skill, we're going to take. We're going to really work on developing the inner nurture. So we start by reminding that very young part of ourselves, the part that wants to go right into the drive-thru and get the cheesy burger and fries. We're going to remind that young part that we're there. So we start by saying things like, I'm here with you. I, I love you. I care about you. I'm the wisest part of you. I'm with you all the time. 
and we're going to begin soothing and comforting. You know, I know that was a difficult day. I'm, I'm sorry that you had the argument with, you know, John last night. Of course you're feeling upset. We're going to flood ourselves with supportive, comforting words and phrases, and we're going to flood ourselves with love. Um, and most people don't even know the language of comfort and soothing. Sometimes when I ask people, what would be comforting at a time like that? A lot of emotional leaders will say, that's the vainest idea. I don't know what would be comforting. Um, I don't even know what I need. I'm just thinking about food. So that skill, while it helps build that supportive voice, it also helps you learn what is comforting and what is comforting at different times. So when you're upset about such and such, what might be comforting. When you're feeling hopeless, maybe some hope-giving statement might help. What is comforting when you're feeling sick and you're scared? So you're going to find those kind of words and phrases that you can say to yourself when you are uncomforted. So, and then um, you can also use those to nurture other people because now you have a nurturing voice and you've practiced hearing what works in different situations and now you can also improve your relationships with other people by using those same kinds of of ideas and um, and words to comfort others in different situations. Yes, and I talk about that in the third part of my book because many people who did not, were not exposed to nurturing, caring, supportive caregivers um, have attracted people into their lives that aren't particularly nurturing either. And <clears throat> so I always say to people, well, you don't have to, you know, like dump all your friends, <laughs> you know, once you learn inner nurturing. <laughs> Um, you may want to, you'll learn how to attract more nurturing others into your life. In the book, I also talk about interpersonal patterns that you may be practicing, you don't even know you're practicing, that keep you from attracting nurturing others. So, for example, maybe you you suffer from codependency. Maybe you're a caretaker. Um, Maybe you're a bit on the judgmental side. So, we take a look at these patterns that keep us from calling in, if you will, nourishing others. And then also in that section of the book, we learn how to nurture those closest to us. So then we get, then we get to practice nurturing others, which only helps us nurture ourselves even more. So it, we can't give others what we don't have. And so until what I'm hearing you say is that first we have to give it to ourselves because I think what a lot of us do who haven't been nurtured well and, and fully as children is we think the, the way to fill ourselves is by giving everything to others and helping them uh, um, become better people or heal themselves at our own expense. And what I hear you saying is is that first we heal ourselves and then we look at our relationships. Yes, and even when we think that we're taking such great care of others, if we don't have a nurturing voice inside, we're probably not taking such great care of others. We might be giving too much advice. We might be trying to fix 
people and we're busy enabling them. Um, you know, when we're over giving uh, or giving in ways that we may be giving in ways that aren't really so helpful to other people. I really teach in this book that <clears throat> it's so important with yourself and with others to um, work with what you're feeling first or with what someone else is feeling first. Go to, so- go to solutions later, right? So don't focus so much on solving a problem right away. Focus on feeling your way through the situation and then bringing in that supportive inner voice. Your, your own wisdom will kick in. You'll, you'll know the right answers for yourself, but you'll get there by feeling your way through it. That's perfect, wonderful advice to end this segment with. Thank you so very much, Julie. Truly, this is wonderful, and I'm so grateful for you and for the book and the work you're doing. And I encourage everyone to purchase her book and to visit her at overeatingrecovery.com. And again, the book is When Food is Comfort. Thank you, Julie, and thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to paulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, then read my latest blog and go to my store to purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Learn about my services like coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, space clearings, or to sponsor an experiential workshop like 21 Steps for Healing the body, um, overcoming abuse, or creative problem solving. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul resulting in faster progress and profound healing click on the link to contact me and see for yourself now i'm going to introduce you to archangel just Stillen, who works with me and my clients and wants to help you too he helps remove negative thoughts and heavy energies of a low vibration buried deep in the unconscious use your own words or say something like Archangel Just Stillen I give you permission in a positive way only to remove the unconscious thoughts that keep me from eating in a healthy way from nurturing and comforting myself and relieving my stress Ask for help whenever you need it and trust that he is helping you because he is. Please join us next Thursday right here when Carlene Stange will talk with us about the spiritual nature of animals and April 5th when Carolyn Hauser-Carson will talk with us about blossoming after sexual abuse and April 12th when a previous guest, Kat Young, will talk with us about keeping her sense of humor when the California fires destroyed most of her house. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as Des designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life. 
Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.